the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We have the transcript from Devin Archer's testimony behind closed doors with House Oversight. And we have a fracture in the normally cozy relationship between the NAACP and Columbus City Schools. We will get to all of that, but we depart from our normal procedure at the top of the show where we start with analysis and opinion and wait for later on in the program to have a guest. There are certain guests that just are worthy of your time at the top of the show, and one of the few is Senator J.D. Vance, who joins us now right out of the top of the show in advance of his visit to the Ohio State Fair tomorrow. J.D., good morning, and uh, how are you uh, looking forward to your trip to uh, Columbus tomorrow? I am, I'm very much looking forward to it. You know, last year during the campaign when we visited the fair, uh, I got to judge the ribs competition. I don't think that I get the same <laughs> honor today, but I'm sure we'll still have a good time. Yeah, wow, that's a pretty good honor. That's better than like you know having cleanup duty in the in the hog barn or anything like that. Uh, but you get you get enough of that. You get enough of that on a daily basis in Washington. Uh, because let's start with the Trump indictment. Um, I know you have been a big supporter of the former president. He has been a big supporter of yours. You have not been shy about crediting him for uh, being able to win the Republican primary and winning the Senate race here in Ohio. Uh, this latest indictment, J.D., it uh, looks to me like this is uh, nothing more than a veiled criminalization of free speech. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right, Bruce. You know, I, I, I've, my views on the first indictment are very clear. I think that it's bogus and, and goes to the very heart of presidential power. Uh, but it, that one, at least, the guy pretends to make a legal claim. This yeah. is really just politics masquerading as law. And you're right, it's criminalizing the First Amendment. Basically, what they're saying in this indictment uh, is that Donald Trump, by protesting the 2020 election, by, you know, obviously saying what a lot of us feel, that, the, that it wasn't totally on the up and up, mm-hmm. uh, that he somehow is complicit in a conspiracy against the United States. It's preposterous. And, and by the way, you, know, you don't have to go that far back in history where many Democrats have done the exact same thing. And, of course, we're never uh, thrown in jail by the, their political opponents. So this is really a radical departure from the practice of law enforcement in this country. And it, if you if you read the indictment, I, I think what really comes out of it is that Jack Smith, the special counsel here, is basically just he's a way too online Twitter liberal hmm. who wants to throw his opponent in jail. Uh, this that guy does not come across as a careful lawyer. He comes across as a crazy person who's been given way too much power by the Biden administration. Well, I, I agree with you. Our guest is Senator J.D. Vance. I, I agree with you that he's a partisan. I mean, if I had uh, gained a conviction like he did, of I believe as a former Virginia governor, and I got slapped down at the Supreme Court by a 9 nothing ruling, I think I would amend the way that I go about my business. Uh, he has not. So the question is, he's not a dumb guy, I would think. Why? And I, what I see here, J.D., and I, I wonder, you're, you're inside the Beltway, and you would have a much better view of this than I would. I don't think they do things in the Democratic Party without a purpose, even in the worst-case scenario. 
And as I look at this, uh, I know they got the Obama judge they wanted. I know she's been really harsh toward Jan 6 protesters giving sentences in excess of what the prosecution even asks. But as I see this, their win is if this ends up, as some people think it will, going to the Supreme Court and getting overturned, as I'm sure it would. This gives the Democrats a win in the sense that it gives them another reason, another brick in the wall to disparage the Supreme Court. Well, there are a couple of different things going on here. So so one, yes, I agree that this will probably go to the Supreme Court. It will probably get tossed out by a pretty solid majority, and they'll use it to delegitimize the Supreme Court. Uh, But there really are are two separate things going on here, I think, of more immediate concern. Uh, The first is that they think that if they throw enough crap against the wall and just give the appearance of Donald Trump's legal indiscretion, I think it's bogus, of course, but give the appearance to the average middle-of-the-road voter that they can win the presidential election. This, This is fundamentally a form of election interference by the legal system on behalf of Joe Biden. I think it's the first thing that's going on. The second thing that's going on is they are trying to increase the cost of being associated with Donald Trump with working for him. Of course, no president can do the job alone. He has to have senior staff. He has to have people at the Department of Justice, the State Department, and on and on. They're basically sending a signal that if you don't want to get bogged down in millions of dollars of bogus legal charges, they will get thrown out. They may very well get thrown out. You may never spend a day in jail, but you're going to spend a lot of money to defend your character for simply doing your duty and serving the elected president of the United States. I think that's what's really going on. If you look at all the legal, the legal charges against Trump at the federal level, at the, at the state level, it's really about punishing anybody for associating with him. And I, I think that's the end game here, not, not just to try to prevent Trump from winning, but if he does win the presidency, as I think he will, prevent him from governing, that's obviously the most important part. Yeah, yeah, very fair point. J.D. Vance, our guest, the uh, senator from the state of Ohio. Uh, and then the ancillary benefit, too, is that at least in the last three uh, instances here, uh, every time there's bad Biden news on the Biden scandal, uh, we get a, an update, an amended indictment the next day uh, regarding Donald Trump. Uh, this is a useful distraction from what should be, but unfortunately isn't, captivating uh, media coverage inside the Beltway, which is what appears to be a growing scandal every single day with another piece of the puzzle falling into place concerning Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, and the latest being Devin Archer's interview with Tucker Carlson and now the release of his transcript this morning. Uh, That's exactly right. So it's a massive distraction from both the failures of the Biden administration, but also the president's mounting legal troubles here. I mean, we're, we're on the cusp of a very real scandal and when you consider the fact that the Senate is, is, is in control of the Democrats, of course, the media is in control of the Democrats, uh, the fact that we're peeling back the onion on a Democratic president and revealing some extraordinarily corrupt behavior just goes to show, I think, how extreme what Joe Biden has been engaged in and how, how dishonest he's been about his involvement in his son's business dealing. Now, the, 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 the crazy thing about all of this is Joe Biden, while sticking his his legal system, his Department of Justice on his likely opponent in the 24 election is simultaneously using that Department of Justice to cover his own tracks. I mean, this is the height of corruption. You hear this term banana republic thrown around, but it, it totally is justified in this situation. Uh, the, the, the craziest thing about the prosecution against Biden is this crazy plea deal that they gave to Hunter Biden that, that fell apart under a moment of scrutiny from a very careful federal judge. Remember, she didn't reject the plea deal. She asked a question or two, and the whole thing unraveled. 
the Department of Justice is playing cover for the Biden administration. It's it's plain for all to see. And and the the one optimistic note I'll sound here is that look, uh, we have a constitutional republic in this country. The people still get a say. And I think it's incumbent upon all of us to really drive home the message that we're seeing corruption here. And the only way that Biden gets away with this is if he wins re-election. If he doesn't win re-election, uh, we're going to have both better government, which is the most important thing. But I also think we're going to be able to root out the corruption in our own country, and that's very important. Yeah, it is uh, essential to me, to the future of our country. Uh, if this wasn't all so infuriating, it would be amusing, but it's definitely not amusing when you talk about uh, things like freedom of speech uh, being on the line, as they so much are. Uh, we're talking with J.D. Vance, senator from the state of Ohio. His website, jdvance.com. Follow him on Twitter at jdvance1. He'll be at the Ohio State Fair tomorrow. Uh, I, I feel sorry for you sometimes. You're new in Washington, and uh, there's a line in the old uh, Rush Hour movie, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan, where Chris Tucker looks at Jackie Chan and he says, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? And I sometimes wonder when I hear Dan Goldman and other Democrats in Washington say, oh, there's no evidence. There's no evidence of corruption on the Biden. And I'm like, every piece of the puzzle that you need, you've got, including Joe Biden bragging on tape about getting rid of a a prosecutor looking into corruption in Ukraine. Like, I know you want to work across the aisle and I know you have a credit card bill aimed at doing that. But do you sometimes feel like Chris Tucker talking to Jackie Chan when you're trying to relate to your Democratic colleagues? You know, sometimes I do. And uh, the job is the job. And you've got to find ways to get things done, despite the fact that, you know, you have some very some very severe disagreements with people, especially about the, the administration of justice. And I've, you know, I've got Democratic colleagues who have signed on to legislation that I've authored who will come up to me and say, we can't believe you're holding up the Biden administration's Department of Justice nominations. And I say how can you possibly be surprised that I'm doing this, given how corrupt these guys have gotten and how they're using the legal system uh, to go after their opponents? They just don't see it like we do. So, you've, you, man, you just got to find a way to do the job. And, and both parts of the job, I think, are important. Writing legislation, getting things done for the people of Ohio while simultaneously trying to root out the corruption. Uh, it's not always easy, but it's an honor to serve, man. It's the job I asked for, so you won't hear me complain about it. All right, so we got a hard out in a minute. I know your credit card bill. Some people wonder, like, why are you doing something that Target is behind when you have talked before about how you personally have issues with the way Target markets on the transgender issues? But uh, talk about your credit card bill, what it would do, and why you propose it. Yeah, so so the basic idea is that we just want to encourage competition in the credit card marketplace. This is not about Target, though. Yeah, you're right. Target does like this bill. Uh, it's really about my, my Senate colleague, Roger Marshall, a very strong conservative, and me recognizing the way that these small businesses are being charged out the you-know-what for credit card fees is making it hard to run and operate a small business in the state of Ohio. I mean, these guys are paying 4 5 6% of every transaction to the big credit card companies. If you want to talk about woke companies, I think Visa is probably at the very top of the list, a company that's using its market power to really shove a lot of progressive politics down all of our throats. So uh, it's, it's really, man, it's not ultimately about woke politics as much as I'm frustrated with what Visa is doing. It's about creating some competition so our small businesses have an option where if somebody's charging them 6%. Uh, nice having J.D. Vance on the show. I apologize for the hard out. Uh, I always uh, feel like I'm being rude when we cut off uh, guests at the end of a segment, but we have Salem Network news that we have to get to. Uh, it's programmed into our board. We don't even have an option to opt out of it, so I apologize to J.D. I uh, hope he has a good visit to the fair tomorrow. And um, 
I appreciate him navigating what I'm sure are murky waters in Washington. The credit card bill that uh, he was talking about at the end is a bill that he has uh, joined other senators on, one of whom is a Democrat. And it, I think, epitomizes the difficulty of being authentic to your values in Washington because credit card swipe fees are a thing. If you're a business, you understand that. I work for a small business, and when we have a transaction with a customer, if the customer pays by check or cash or money order or some method other than a credit card, the charge is whatever we agree on for the service that we provide. But if they want to pay by credit card, we as a business incur a 3% surcharge on the total amount of the sale. And we pass that along 3% to the consumer. We tell them, if you want to avoid it, pay by some other method. So I refuse to believe that it really costs Visa or MasterCard 3% 3% of, let's say, a $10,000 charge, it's costing them $300 to run that transaction? No, of course not. It's similar to the scam that, thankfully, the Ohio General Assembly made uh, moot. The last couple of years in the state of Ohio, if you wanted to buy a ticket to a game that your son or daughter was playing in or somebody in the neighborhood was playing in or just go support your community team, You had to pay a service charge to buy a ticket online. I'm buying five tickets for my family. I had to pay the service charge five times. I don't know how much the OHSAA got out of that. I don't know how much the corporate entity Hometown Tickets got out of that. But they, you look at their website, Hometown Tickets, they got like more people than you could fit in a small arena working for them. Somebody's paying for that. You and me. Yet when J.D. Vance has tried to get uh, credit card swipe fees under control, who's cheerleading that from the sideline? Walmart and Target. Now, you know, Target had the thing with the transgender clothing up front in the stores and conservatives pushed back. So there's J.D. Vance who wants to appeal to conservatives doing something that Target is cheerleading. And then when J.D. Vance campaigns for Senate the next time, watch, wait for it, it'll happen. There'll be a hate ad, a campaign ad. Well, I don't know, because the left can't, you know, snark target. But there'll be some in the primary. If anybody wants to primary J.D. Vance, there'll be somebody in the primary who will say, oh, J.D. Vance, big supporter of Target. Look, I don't rise or fall. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not in J.D. Vance's pocket. I'm just saying this is the difficulty of working in Washington, D.C. That is why, on a local level, I'm really gratified to see the NAACP in Columbus telling residents, don't vote for the proposed Columbus City School levy. Now, typically, Columbus City Schools and the NAACP, they're simpatico, right? Cozy relationship. Well, Uh, Credit to Nana Watson. I don't think that she does the job according to how I would do it every single time. But in this instance, she's seeing what is glaringly obvious, which is Columbus City Schools is spending a ton more money per pupil 
than other school districts in the state of Ohio who they say, Columbus City Schools say, we need more money so we can be like suburban districts. Well, tell me something, Columbus City Schools. Why are you spending five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 more per pupil than they're spending in places that you claim you envy? Olentangy, Dublin, Hilliard, Upper Arlington. You're spending five to ten thousand more per kid and not delivering any results. Fifteen percent math proficiency, twenty-six percent reading proficiency, seventy-five percent graduation rate, which by the way, allow me the temerity to ask, how are you graduating seventy-five percent of your kids if more than seventy percent of them can't do math or read at proficient levels. How are, you, how are they even graduating? And on top of that, they want $100 million more. So you live in Franklinton, the hilltop, near east side. You own a home. You're scraping and living together, working two, three jobs. Oh, hey, your home's assessed at $100,000. Well, we'll take another 270 bucks a year out of your budget so we can... Waste it because they're wasting it now. Why would you think they're going to waste it? Why would you think they're not going to waste it going forward? Nana Watson, NAACP president, in a statement, said the Columbus Board of Education has not been good stewards of the taxpayers' money. This community should not allow the board to dictate to this community on how they want our tax dollars to be used. Boom! 100% true. Now, you recall back in May, the Columbus NAACP said that it had, and I quote, no confidence in the district's superintendent search process, which, you know, they did what a lot of companies, they did the national search, right? Oh, the national search. Olin Tangy did this too. Oh, we're going to look far and wide. We're going to scour the hinterlands. We're going to take resumes from everywhere. And then wouldn't you know, wouldn't you know, I mean, what a remarkable stroke. What a convenient God send that the perfect person to be the next superintendent of Olentangy City School or Olentangy Local Schools or Columbus City Schools is the person whose office was right next to the superintendent who resigned. Right next to him. They're right under our nose. Why does that happen? Oh, I'll tell you why that happens. Because you've got a board of education that goes, Hey, we kind of like the way things are rolling here. Let's just keep on rolling the way we're rolling. We got a great grift going on. Let's just keep it going. Let's just hire the yes man or yes woman who's right beside the person who just left. So kudos to Nana Watson and the NAACP in Columbus for seeing that. They are concerned, as they should be concerned, for their constituents in the inner city who cannot afford $270 a year more in taxes. And if their home is assessed above $100,000, that goes up incrementally. Also, this is to say nothing of small businesses. What do you think the margins are on a small business in inner city Columbus where there's crime and theft and all that? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.